0: Let's look at this text really quickly. Hebrews chapter five, verse 11. Uh, the, the writer, I'll bring you up to speed. The writer here in Hebrews is talking to a group of people about some weightier things in the spirit or in Jesus. He's teaching him and some, doing some parallels and some comparisons to Jesus being a high priest, okay? While teaching that, and as he's about to step over into some heavier stuff, he says to them, I got a lot to say about this, and it's really not easy to convey this message. These thoughts are not the easiest. So pick up here at 11. He says, it's hard to explain. Watch this. Since you have become dull, of hearing. For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God. And it says, and you have come to need milk, not solid food. Verse 13 says this, for everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. Verse 14 says, but solid food belongs to those who are of full age, that is, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Chapter 6, verse 1 says this, therefore, leaving the discussion of the ABCs, of Christ, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works, and of faith toward God, of the doctrine of baptism, of laying on of hands, of resurrection of the dead, and eternal judgment. Verse three says, and this we will do if God permits. So far, our scripture reading today, in this new series entitled Grow, I want to talk to you this morning from this thought, Arrested Development. Arrested Development. Let's pray together. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that you would cause this message to get inside of us. I ask God that you would cause us to see it and not just hear it. I pray, God, that you would cause change to overwhelm us, convict us in the areas that we need to be convicted in and encourage us in the areas. Give us the grace to move forward and to grow up in you. In Jesus' name, amen. So listen, the word, uh, the definition of arrested development is this. Arrested development is an abnormal state in which development has stopped prematurely. It is an abnormal state, where development has stopped prematurely. For every Christian in this room, for every believer in this room, if you are alive, you should be growing. If you are alive, you should be growing. Everybody say, I should be growing. Now, the thing that we miss is that growing physically comes naturally for most. But growing spiritually has to be intentional. I mean, think about it, when the baby is born, you expect some things from the baby when he or she is at a certain age, certain weeks, months. But after a while, we start getting this thing where we're thinking, okay, my children, my child ain't talking. And then you start asking people, hey, what what age did your baby start talking? Because what we find is, when the child is not doing certain things at a certain time, we figure something may be wrong and we need to get him or her to the doctor. Because there should be a progression that happens naturally. Yeah, there's a window of time because some develop faster and earlier than others, some are more delayed, but when we get to a certain time frame, you start finding that, oh, Something's wrong because by now we should be doing so and so and so. I mean to the same degree for the woman as the fetus is growing. When you feel the baby kick after a certain amount of weeks if you don't feel the baby kick you're thinking hey should I be feeling something now because I'm not feeling something. So it is, it is the lack of development that uh, announces that there is a problem. It is the lack of development that announces there is a problem. I I go too deep, too fast. Let's just start with this text. I wanna take some time and uh, exegete or unpack, excavate, dig out from this text, some stuff that's gonna shape our series. So this group of people, well let's put it back up. Uh, Christine, let's just put it back up, 5.11, and let's just deal with it. This I got a buzz on the stage that I'm trying, it's like a big old fly just everywhere. I'm just trying to talk over it, but okay. So here is the challenge that the writer of Hebrews or the preacher of Hebrews is dealing with. He understands that God is dealing with him and trying to give some information to a group of people who need to be maturing. But what he has found out in uh, writing to them is that we got some issues in this group and it's making, it makes it harder for me to work because of the issues that we're having. What are the issues? The issues, he said, they have become dull of hearing. Now listen, the word dull in the, in the Greek is the word that really means sluggish. Don't be mad, it's just what the text says. Don't be mad, I just don't want you to be mad at me when I say this. The word dull means stupid. The writer is saying, there's more I need to talk to you about as it relates to God, but you have become stupid. These boys don't be playing. See this kind of stuff don't fly in today's church because we got to be all politically correct and we don't want to offend nobody. And then when we start talking heavy like this, then we start, them, I mean, they're dogmatic over there. I don't go to that church. You know, all they talk about is hell. I get it. We should get the whole counsel of God, but sometimes when we don't give it all, people walk out of here with this, I'm doing all right. See, every Sunday you come in here, you shouldn't feel good when you leave. There are some days that you should be convicted by the word that comes forth. Why? Because God chastens he whom he loves. You know you're loved by God when he has to crack you over the head every once in a while and say, get your junk together. What you doing? Well, we don't like that kind of stuff because our culture wants you to feel comfortable and nice and warm and fuzzy. That's the whole thing with millennials. It's all about a feeling. So when I don't feel the right thing, I leave the church because I don't feel. Can't get no talk. It just got real. Just went down right there. So now... So what he's saying to them is, guys, you have, uh, you've stepped over into a season of arrested development and I need to deal with it because you are not growing anymore. He says, listen, the stuff that I need to teach you will mature you, but you need to have a level of maturity to even get what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? It's like you got to grow up in order to grow up. And so the challenge he wants to deal with is that your hearing is dull. Now, here's the other thing that I think is interesting in this text. He says, it's hard to explain, What's this. Since you have become dull of hearing. What he's really saying is, this is a new development. You ain't always been like this. See, spirituality, growing up in the faith, is a journey. It should call for, or it does call for, consistent progression. There is a moving, a movement that happens when you grow up in the faith, in Christianity, in the Lord Jesus Christ. And what he is saying to them, you have become dull. In other words, you are moving but you're moving in the wrong direction. Oh, now I get it. Now I get it, Holy Ghost says so Tim. here's the thing you gotta let him know. If you are not developing in Christ, you are going backwards. There is no, I'm not doing anything, I'm just here. If you're not getting stronger or growing up, you're growing back. Okay, listen. hear me if you're not going forward you're going backwards it's like people that work out when you lift weights you start seeing it but when you stop lifting weights over time it's slow it's almost like you can't see it but next thing you know you're not as cut and chiseled as you used to be or you can't lift as much as you used to lift because when you start that development you have to keep the tension on the muscles And the problem that we have is that we don't want to keep the tension on our lives that brings development. Y'all with me? Okay, so he goes on to say, he says, "Um, You have become dull. He says, So, for though by this time you ought to be teachers. Here's what we gotta understand, and later on here I'll give you some points. You have to understand that there is an expectation of growth as a Christian. I expect for you not to be struggling with the stuff you struggled with 10 years ago. There is an expectation of growth that happens and should happen as a Christian. So he says to them, guys, I know that you're not developing because you should be, here, this word teaching does not mean you should be me, is, he, is not what he's saying, that you should be teaching like preaching. What he's really saying is you should be helping others along in the faith. But instead, somebody keep, they, we got to keep helping you. Let me tell y'all something. As a leader, one of the most frustrating things is coaching people who have been in the faith for many years on the stuff that I'm coaching people who just got saved. That is so frustrating, because I'm thinking you ought to be helping them. I, come on, there's some other stuff that I need to go deeper in God, let me go get that while you help them with the ABCs. But instead, I gotta sit down with you to help you form the A, like salvation. Holy Ghost, being in field with the Holy Ghost. These are some things that you should already be helping others. What he found out as a leader in talking to these people is that I'm finding out that those who've been in here a long time ain't helping those who just got in, which says to me, you're immature. Come on. Come on, those of you that have have babies or multiple children that are close in age, what you find is the bigger one helps the little one. So when Jonathan would fall, Kyle would go over there and try to help him up. Well this boy almost about as big as you. But what, he, what the developmental stage says, because I've been here a little bit longer, I'm walking longer than you, I know that you're gonna fall, I'm gonna help you. It's, 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 how do I say this? How do, how do I say this without offending? Uh, I don't know. So let me just say it. Precursor, don't be offended. I'm still trying. The, 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 the child that cannot process helping the other may have a developmental challenge. Because the older child knows that they're watching. The older child knows, let me show you how to do this. So let me go and and, and grab you. And so what happens is, as the children develop, then the parent can take that older one and go deeper in independence. You see? Your little brother can't reach the microwave, much less work the microwave, but you can. Let me show you. So then, in a minute, you're going to be like, "Hey, this is how you do this. See, there's some lessons that we don't have to keep teaching when we teach the oldest one. You see what I'm saying? And so what he's saying is, he's said, "Hey, I know that you guys have gone backwards because you're not helping each other." Oh my God, He could be writing to today's church. I know that we've gone backwards because the churches compete against each other. I know that we've gone backwards because society says, help yourself. I know that we've gone backwards because you run out of the church and not speak to anybody and ask how you doing. You go to church with people, you don't have a phone number or an email address for them. That means you never intend to reach out to them outside of church. And where there is no conversation among the saints, the church does not grow. Mm-hmm. But you know, I just, I just go to church, when I go home, I, I don't mess with none of them church people because you know that, and you know that. Yeah, but you hang out with your girls at, at ladies' night. Or maybe, maybe it's because you have become stupid And you don't want anybody to get you unstupid. I laid out to you that that's in the Bible. Do not be offended. I'm not calling you. I said, maybe you have become stupid. Okay? I'm being pastor. I'm being pastor. Because Tim will say, you stupid? Because you're hanging out with all these people that take you down. But then you want to come in here on Sunday and want me to pray you up. You want us to sing you up. You wanna come here and get up, but then you hang out with people that take you down. That's stupid. That was Tim talking. Pastor says, maybe you have become stupid. here's Here's the thing. Most stupid people don't know that they're stupid. And then they begrudge those who are more mature to say, hey, that's dumb. What you're doing is dumb. We don't want talking like that. We want to feel good about correction. Whoever got beat and it felt good. Whoever got a spanking and it'd be like, "Mama." Now I ain't talking about this stuff you do in the house with your husband and your wife. I ain't talking about that. Get, bring it on back, cause somebody be like, I, "Wait, wait, Pastor, Dad. that's a whole." Not- that's a whole nother thing. But even in that, you got to be a little bit more mature. Ain't, that's a whole nother conversation. So, he says, I know that you're deficient because you're not helping one another. At this time, look at the saints over here. The saints can't pull themselves together. <laughs> so, <laughs> By this time, you should be teachers. Look at what he says. But instead, you need somebody to teach you again. Here's the problem with that. When you come along, I can move further. When you come along, I move further. So then somebody comes behind you, and you say to me, Pastor, don't worry about it. I got it. Meet me at Starbucks, and I'm going to talk to you about this whole salvation thing. When you get saved, the devil is going to tell you you ain't. So you get saved on Sunday and the next day he gonna tell you you ain't saved because he gonna give you something to make you mad and then you gonna cuss and then you gonna feel like you're not saved anymore but I'm here to tell you I went through that and I'm telling you you are saved. So let's pray through this, you are gonna be fine. So then while you doing that, I could be in the prayer closet talking to God about the deeper mysteries of what's happening in the spirit realm. Because you have matured and matured in a healthy way that you can help somebody else. Other than that, it's going to be like, God, I can't talk to you about healthy stuff because I got a new saint over here who none of my old saints that have been with me for 12 and 13, 14, 15 years seem to want to talk to, so I got to go and help them because I'm a good shepherd. So I got to go and talk to them and tell them, hey, when you get saved on Sunday, the devil's going to tell you you're not saved on Monday. For one of the Saints that's been with me to be in that Starbucks and walk by the table and be like, yeah, Pastor, you're right. Because I'd be like, shut shut up. (laughs) You should have had this conversation. I don't even need to be here. He said, uh, you should be teaching. But right now you need somebody to come back and teach you the ABCs and the one, two, threes. Uh How long you been adding one plus one? In God, that is. How long have you struggled with with uh, 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 gross versus net? says the stuff that that, that, the, that the babies deal with when it comes to tithing. I can't get no talk. And then you got you got tight right there because you would be like, "Well, I'm still, i still don't know." You should. <laughs> next next verse, Christina. He says, "Watch this." But you have come to need milk, which means there's something in you that is, hear me, retarded. Musical term retardando, it means to go from fast to slow. Okay, retardando doesn't mean just slow, retardando lifts up because I'm at this tempo and I need to slow it down which means I am at one place but I need to go back to a slower place you have come to need milk which means you are going backwards and saints that are mature don't go backwards Come on, when you first got saved, you was dating a dude that wasn't saved. Oh, I can't get it now, boy, I'm about to get on into it. Let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all something. I'm in this I don't care season. So if you do not want to be challenged or offended, do not come. Because you don't lift a pencil talking about you developing your muscles. so I'm not gonna talk about growth and make you feel good. So you can't tell me when I first got saved, you know, Pastor, I was struggling, and I was dating this guy, and I kept falling in sin, and you know, I've been been saved now for about 10 years, and you know, I'm still dealing with the same stuff, you stupid. You're not not serious about your Christianity. You're not serious. Because listen, missionary dating don't work. Your base nature wants to screw. So if you're dealing with somebody who has no conviction about it, you're going to end up over there. You ready? Are we ready for this today? Do I need to put rated R on our church for the next four weeks? You can't tell me, yeah, but you know what, I'm praying every day, and, you know, I, I believe at the end. Gonna, I'm going to bring him to church, and he's going to get saved. Not while you dating them. Huh? because then you'll start placating your conscience. I went to church today, now we can do what we do at night, on Sunday. You ain't gotta get quiet, those, those, those saints know that's been in the faith for a minute, we know how that was. So then since we know how it was though, we need to be able to pull you to the side, say come here. Now let me tell you something, you trying to live right? You struggling, you wanna do this? Okay, let me tell you, you ain't gonna be able to hang out with that and do this. Come on, brothers. We got to tell the young brothers, listen, I'm not crazy. She is hot to death. And if you're trying to live right, rolling with that, you're going to you, you're gonna, you're gonna be on your knees repenting every day. So maybe you're going to have to pull back for a while. How serious are you about living this life? See, we gotta help each other. Because because the maturity factor is that we should be going after solid food. Go to the next one, go to 13. He says, for everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled. The word of righteousness, for he is a babe. Next. But solid food belongs to those who are of full age. That is, those, listen, who by reason of their use, or of their senses having, of their use, of use, have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Here is the deal. What helps you mature is going through temptation. What helps you mature is going through hard times. That's what helps you mature. See, when you go through a hard situation at work and your normal go-to is to cuss out everybody around. You know, just go postal with your mouth. But when it happens and you realize you didn't, now we know I'm making some progress. See, the problem with the saints is that we don't want to go through nothing. But keep talking about I'm I'm saved and I'm a Christian. How do we really know? Because see, Jesus was at all t- at all points tempted and was without sin. See, see, we, we gotta watch this whole Jesus thing. We gotta watch this. I, I love Jesus. I love Jesus. See, let me tell you the trick about Jesus. The trick was God said, I need to save somebody. And only something human can work as it relates to this sacrifice. So then I'm going to put my spirit in the flesh. So then uh, you go down there and you be a real man. You get mad. See? You want to fight. Turn over the tables in the temple. Have an attitude. Be real. But you can't sin. And so we say, I want to be like Jesus, I'm gonna be like Jesus, what would Jesus do? Jesus would be mad and not cuss. Watch, we could not make the argument with God that that was doable if God never sent Jesus into a situation where he should have been cussing but wasn't. So I can't even use that as an argument because God put him in every situation Come on. You want to test your maturity? Process the fact that Jesus might have had a wife. You want to test, you want to test their maturity? Because when, when, when Mary, Magdalene, Mary not his mama, went to the tomb on Easter Sunday that we love to shout about, the only one that could have access to his body was either a wife or a family member. So, Let's go, you want better. If he was married, would that make him any less the savior of the world? I don't care what his home life looked like. I just need you to get up on that cross because I can't get up there by myself, for myself. So I need you to die for me. Thank you, Jesus. Now if there's a widow somewhere, that's a great sacrifice, Jesus, thank you. I don't know, but what I do know, he was at all points tempted. And as a man, I look at that at all points. Everybody say all points. That's what I look at it as, all points. I mean, Siobhan, let's be real. How much maturity would it take for you to have dirty feet and a chick with long hair come up and start pouring oil on your feet and massaging your feet? And the word on the street is she got that very costly oil because she worked in the sex trade. You got to be real real mature to see her as a spiritual daughter (laughs) when she rubbing on your feet. Come on. You got to be real mature to hear conversations about your mama and the man who you know you're not really the biological child of. You got to be mature. You got to be mature to handle the anger that other parents have when they say, wait a minute, how old are you? I had a son that should have been your age, but for some reason Pharaoh told everybody to go kill all the male children. How are you still alive? Yeah, I'm challenging you on, on all points. Some of y'all be like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? When Jesus was born, because Pharaoh was mad about it, he was going to th- thought that his throne was, at, was uh, about to be taken from him, he sent out a decree to kill all the male babies in the area. Mary and Joseph packed Jesus up, went down to Egypt to hide out. You want a little bit further? How could Jesus really be white hiding out in Egypt? Okay. So see that's what I'm saying. It's time to grow up. It doesn't matter what color he really was, but if we if we're gonna really deal with what the text says. Come on, that's like me going to Japan to hide out. <laughs> or China rather, going to China. What do you mean, Pastor? Cause there ain't many fat people in China. <laughs> much less fat and black. I'm like, hi, can you hide? You just hide out right here. Really? So it's time to grow up. So he says, you should be teaching some people. Now you gotta go with solid food. In order to get solid food, we know that people who get solid food are people who are exercising their senses, okay? Now he goes on to chapter six. I got seven minutes and I'm gonna be finished. He goes on to chapter six, look at chapter six, verse one. Therefore, he says, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ, let us go on to perfection. The word perfection is the word maturity. Now, the, use, the way we use this word, what he really means here, let us be mature, listen, in our morals, in our ethics, in our intellect, and in our spirituality. So listen to me. Real mature Christians are healthy in all four areas, not just one. You just can't speak in tongues and run all over the church and shout. But you mean as a snake. Come on, morals is your behavior. He says I want you to be mature in your behavior. Ethics is how you process what behavior to have. So now I want you to be mature in how you process how to act. You gotta know what's right and what's wrong. Maturity. You can't lay it in the gray area on some stuff that's not maturity. Oh, Lord, pastor, what you mean? You can't be gray on lifestyle. If the word says it's wrong, then I'm going to call it wrong. It's like coming to America. Mama I'm going to call him Clay, I'm going to call him Clay. <laughs> if the word says it's wrong, then you got to believe it's wrong. We love the people. But you can't be like, well, you know, I don't bother people. Whatever you do, whatever your choice is, you do you. You're immature. We won't like that kind of teaching because we want to be politically correct. Here is the politically correct thing to do for your life because remember now, you're of the kingdom of God. So I'll tell you next week that the real struggle that we have, the reason we're so immature, it starts at the place of carnality that fights, that shoots down your spirituality. Because here's the deal, you can't be of the world. You can't be of the world and be spiritual too. Can, can, I, can I go all the way there? I was so angry with a bunch of Christians who never post anything about Christianity but was pumping Jay-Z's record. I mean, listen, I'm putting together a series right now called Live Responsibly. You know how the the, the drink commercials, the liquor commercials do their thing and they say, drink responsibly. Yeah, I'm talking, we're gonna do a series called Live Responsibly. Because some of the stuff we promote shouldn't be named of us. But because it's so in, you can't post everything because everything you see, you just can't post it. See, so we're not ready. We're not ready for that kind of teaching. This is my page. That's why I, I, that's why I unfriend many saints. Because there's some stuff you cannot post. You, you may say, I agree with that. Okay, what makes you think you need to, because there could be one or two baby Christians that's on your page thinking that it's cool. That's how I know. Listen, 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 listen. I am real, you just can't do it. Because at some point, that's me, I'm sorry. At some point, you gotta grow up. You can't say everything because you feel everything. That's why, listen, that's why your children don't have filters. Because they see you doing that stuff on your page. So then they get on page, they get on your page on their page to do something ten times dumber. That's cause they are ten times dumber, but they think it's okay because you was just one time dumb. Did y'all just get what I said? Okay. But then you want to go off on them. What are you doing with that on your page? Well, that's because they saw your page. And surely if you promote anything Jay-Z said, it's okay for me to do this, because this is what Jay-Z say anyway. I know, I know, you're gonna I'm a block pastor from my page. Please do please do. And when I realize that you have done that, I'm going to block you from my prayer list because you, you're not ready. Ain't no need of me wasting my prayers on you because you're not ready. Ain't no need of me wasting time praying for you because I got another saying who really want, they're struggling through this thing. But you don't want, you just want to be comfortable. You want to have fun. So, ain't no need of me praying for you because you're not ready for the kind of prayers. Y'all think I'm playing? I am so serious. Because, you know, the saints want to manipulate you. You're supposed to be my pastor, and you're supposed to be saved. What? There's some stuff I ought not be having to pray for you. I not had to pray for you to stop smoking weed. You should have stopped smoking weed five, six years ago when you gave your life to Jesus. Dummy. Playing, y'all. I'm, I'm telling y'all, I am so not playing. I'm going to be nice out there, but I ain't studying you in here. <laughs> o- <laughs> because it's time to grow up. 41 seconds. He says, I want you to move on to maturity, okay? And he says, we're not going to deal with the ABCs of this anymore. So watch. <coughs> I said to you that when we deal with this we're dealing with the term that deals with morals, ethics, and intellectual and spiritual goals, okay? The way we achieve those goals, listen, the way you become mature in your morality, in your ethics, in your uh, intellect, and in your spirituality is that you learn, you practice, and you teach others. That's how you get it. You learn, you practice, and you teach others. What you cannot become, maybe this last scripture and I'm going to go, what you cannot become is complacent in your spirituality, because God doesn't do complacency. I'll show you. Go to to that text for me, uh, the Zephaniah text. Zephaniah chapter 1, verse 12 and 13. I want you to see it. found it. You coming? Okay. Y'all got it? Pull it up. You need to meditate on this one. So watch this. Zephaniah is prophesying to the children of Israel about judgment. You got to go and read it all the way from one, because I think it's at verse six. Hey, put verse six up real quick. I think verse 6 says, uh uh-huh, he says, I'm coming to pronounce judgment on those who have turned their backs from following me, those who don't think about me and don't even pray to me. I'm coming after them. Now, go to verse 12. Watch this. Verse 12 says, and it shall come to pass At that time that I will search Jerusalem with lamps, listen, and punish the men who are settled in complacency, who say in their heart, the Lord will not do good or the Lord will not do evil. Verse 13, therefore, their goods shall become booty or plunder. And their houses are desolation. They shall build houses, but not move into them. They shall, keep going, they shall plant vineyards, but not drink their wine. God is saying, I don't do people who are complacent. You cannot get steady in this, well, I've been saved for a long time, and I'm good right here, this is it. No, God is saying you need to keep maturing. God doesn't do gray. Remember now, you need to either be hot or cold or else I'm gonna spit you out of my mouth. Because God doesn't do gray. So you can't be complacent, you got to keep going.